Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning world. Maria here alive and kicking. Welcome to hell and high water. Well, basically the United States and the rest of the world. With my guest, my co-host, my friend, my adopted son, producer and host of his own show, Chuck O'Celli. I'm really happy to have you with me, Chuck. Good morning. Well, good, good, good morning in what used to be America, maybe, Mom. But uh, wow, here we are. Is, uh, is, is it getting weirder yet? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what—it's going to get pretty weird if Trump steals this election. You, America, will be uh, a thought from the past as we move into Nazi Germany Part Two. Because I got to give that to Israel first. Um, now, strange thing about that, Maria, something I took notice of is, do you realize how many uh, countries across the planet are actually allegedly having votes, and I do say allegedly, having votes to decide the leadership of those said nations this year? Seems like 2024 is a big year, not just for us, but a lot of countries across the planet are going to be deciding on new leadership. Right. Huh. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of them like the strongman fascist authoritarian types. So maybe, well, they're, maybe, maybe, the trend, maybe, yeah. maybe they were all in league with each other. You know, I know that Trump's oh. sitting in, I think Trump's sitting in a courthouse in, uh, in Florida today, unless, you know, as a carryover maybe from yesterday with his favorite judge, Eileen Cannon who is more than happy to release the names of witnesses in that case uh, so they can be attacked and murdered by Trump's fans. Uh, but it looks like Jack Smith put the kibosh on that right away, and it looks like chances are it'll go, I believe, to the 11th Circuit to get her removed. Well, maybe, but you know what it all boils down to, Maria, is everything, everything is a big delay tactic, and I tell you, I stand by my prediction that absolutely nothing will come of all of this. Um, I think that even the E. Jean Carroll thing is going to disappear on appeal. And when you take a look at what's going on in Georgia regarding this uh, you know, conflict of interest, of course, it won't destroy the case entirely, but let's just imagine for a moment that that is entirely accurate and there was a conflict of interest. All these things are going to be undermined, and it's going to be a whole bunch of maneuvering, and at the end of the day, a lot of political theater, much ado about nothing. Oh, that's a familiar phrase. I, I really strongly believe that. Well, I think I think what they do. I think what they're doing to Fannie Willis is ridiculous. Uh, you know, so she dated the guy in the past. So what? Trump rapes women. Okay, everybody seems to be okay with that. She had a romantic relationship, but nobody seems to be okay with that. Kind of like, kind of like Trump fans and uh, Travis Kelsey and. Uh, <laughs> You look at, you know, I can't think of her name. I just went blank on uh, on tra oh, Taylor, Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift. The anger from the MAGA people about that relationship is off 
the charts. These people are nuts. And I want you to know that Trump is now taking credit for Taylor Swift's success. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is is it Taylor Swift or Debbie Gibson? Is he going to mix them up too? Because, uh, you know, look, pop is pop and uh, uh, white girl is white girl. Um, I I don't know. You know, it's a confusing world. I'm not really all that moved by Taylor Swift one way or another. I'm not either. You know, listen, I couldn't name one song she did, but the bottom line is she's a, you know, a pretty young woman who's obviously been super successful, who's dating a man who's very famous and obviously successful. And I guess people are more concerned about Taylor Swift and Kelsey than they are about Trump and Melania. You know, where's Melania been? Well, you know, if, if it was any indication uh, the way she behaved at that funeral, probably not too close to him. Uh, but, well, well if know. he smells as bad as everybody says he does, I wouldn't want to be close to him either. But, you know, here you got Trump. And listen, you know I'm no fan of anybody in politics anymore except my little Bernie Sanders. Uh, right. But here you go, you know, you look at all this madness going on. Um, and it seems to me everything is is delay, 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 which, of course, is Trump's way of going. Supreme Court, you know they're going to throw this to Trump. Uh, but one good thing that's come out of this madness with the Supreme Court is suddenly people are remembering what the Supreme Court did to Al Gore in 2000. Yeah, that's true. They're remembering it. But again, you know, th- this isn't near the same thing, right? No, it, this is much worse. I mean, you know, Al Gore, you know, George Bush, far as I know, wasn't accused of rape or uh 91 felonies or fraud or ripping off charities or kissing Russia's ass or being in love with Putin. Uh, the worst thing George Bush ever did is say stupid stuff and, and paint. Uh, you know, and well, he painted after he was in the White House. But either way, because uh, his painting was pretty bad. But, you know, it, it, it's so strange that we are in this time period where this is the fascination. And that's the thing that kills me about it, is that even people like you and me would rather see this guy fizzle out, go away, disappear. I, I mean, we, we have no choice. She's going to be shoved in our faces, regardless of what it is we actually want, which is going to get me on to something else. And, and I'm wondering what your reaction is to the Super Bowl uh, controversy. Uh, or controversy uh, over uh, our, our, you know, a candidate that you and I kind of are looking at going, well, at least he looks like sort of a choice, is RFK Jr. Right, Uh, right. Well, listen, I got to admit to you, I have zero interest in sports, especially football. I did not watch the game. I did not watch the ads. I have been watching, you know, all all the crap that's come out of it since in the news. Uh, you know, I know people are pissed off because I understand they sang the Black National Anthem and that pissed a lot of people off. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and Kelsey, you know, Travis Kelsey, you know, shoving his coach where the old guy almost fell over. And now the coach is trying to say that, you know, he hadn't had his bearings, you know, trying to make it like it was a normal thing. Uh, to me, all I saw was, wow, testosterone and steroids, all right? It looked like elder abuse to me. Uh, when everybody went nuts over Travis and uh, uh, Taylor, 
uh, being at the game, you know, or kissing after the game or whatever. And, you know, Joe Biden taking advantage of this to troll the MAGA people by saying the game went just the way we planned. So you got to know the old guy still got a good sense of humor and knows how to throw it back at them. Uh, but I saw this morning that the singer Adele really let MAGA fans have it for the attacks on Taylor Swift and her boyfriend and said, you know, what are you so upset about of her kissing kissing him? That's her fucking boyfriend. That's what she posted this morning. Uh, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, what? Plus, I saw the stats is that this was the most watched TV event since the <clears throat> moon landing in 1969 something like 123 million people watch this game yeah the initial poll said three over 300 million people worldwide were supposed to be uh, watching it right right uh you know that's the worldwide one not 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 just in america because you know not every tv was on it but uh, no the controversy i was referring to was different it was uh the R do you know about the rfk jr i heard that he ran an ad that was uh john kennedy's ad and just kind of changed it to include himself in it, uh, and supposedly, yeah, yeah, and supposedly his family was very upset over it. So he's supposedly doing some kind of you know apology today for it. I didn't see it, and you know what? If John Kennedy was my uncle, I'd be using that too. Well, see now, I, I, I'm I'm wondering. A lot of people have gotten upset. They think it was in poor taste and this and that. Because uh, uh, do you do you recall the uh, the Kennedy uh, uh, song in in 1960 that uh, repeated his name over and over again? Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. Remember that uh, song? Barely. Uh, well, it was a TV commercial, and of course, TV commercials were not nearly what they are today. And it was uh, very 60s looking, you know, like 60s almost cartoonish with little uh, still pictures flying by with their little original song, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, it sounded like a 1950s football fight song almost. Uh, very, very 1960, very appropriate for 1960. And yeah, what he did is he, he kind of pasted himself in the ad and uh, changed the, uh, the black and white of it to red and white for some reason. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, pasted his own pictures in there uh, where his uncle used to be. Uh, and uh, he ran it 30 seconds long on the Super Bowl. And, and it's not him, actually. It's a pack that supports him. Right. Um, you know, and now he's apologizing to family members who have really been out of shape about it. And then there's other people that are, like, been out of shape, you know, uh, because he, violating the memory of John Kennedy to some people is like, you know, uh, equivalent to uh, attacking Jesus. You know, and and uh, look, I, I, look I'm they, into the they, case. They've been destroying Kennedy's reputation since he was assassinated. They assassinated the well, man, then they assassinated his character. Well, that was the thing. Is Seymour Hersh? You know, people point to him about you know he's this great uh, journalist and everything, but he participated uh, quite enthusiastically in uh, what, what some people would call the second assassination of John Kennedy. And mind you, Marcus, to, to people listening to me, I am not somebody who venerates him, who uh, uh, lionizes him as, uh, you know, as a godlike figure. I'm not one of these people. I just happen to know we'd be in better shape if people like him had maintained control over the country than the people who ended up. 
uh, you know, in the White House, all right? All right. So we'd be better off. Well, we wouldn't have the country we have today if the powers that be that brought us that assassination, that brought us all the other assassinations, that brought us 9-11, didn't take over after they killed him. Right. And and the thing is, even if you look at the immediate uh, problem of of the Vietnam War or you look at the long-lasting residual effects that came on, you know, for the next 20, 30 years that you can trace directly to mm-hmm. the change that came in because of that assassination, it is significant. Again, I'm not saying that this guy was like the savior of everything. No, but he was uh, He know. was a glimmer of hope. And the only person that ever ran for president that wanted world peace. You know, so, you know, that you don't hear anybody talking about peace anymore. That's like well, a bad that, word. In, in Several of those huge speeches that he gave before, the, you know, the, the days uh, prior to his assassination, several speeches, what was he talking about? The concept of changing the way we do business in the world so that we could actually focus on cooperation as opposed to being at each other's throats. The idea that, you know, we're all here on the same planet, and he's not the only one to talk about it that way. Right. There was a group of people in the 1960s that said, you know, we're kind of all here on the same planet. We're all on the same boat hurling through the universe, regardless of whether you think it's flat or round or whatever. Point is, we're all on the same boat, whatever right. shape it is. We're all breathing the and same air. To, yeah. We're, we all breathe the same air. We all value our children's futures. Okay. That was a concept that disappeared when they decapitated all of the uh, intellectual, political, uh, social leadership in the 1960s over a period of five years, beginning with Medgar Evers before JFK. Right. Okay, Malcolm X, uh, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., Bobby Kennedy later. And that's the thing. Um, you know, when, when we look back at this RFK trying to evoke something, uh, clearly he's not trying to just speak to the voters who were voters in 1960 because there ain't that many of those people left. I mean, indeed, you weren't, I don't think you were a voter in 1960. Oh, hell no. You know what I'm saying? No. no. Hell no, I was 11 years old. All right. Right. So, you know, and and, uh, no offense, Maria, but I mean, you know, when we get past your age, we're talking about a smaller population at this point and definitely a smaller percentage of the voting blocks that are available now. You're not trying to just speak to that nostalgia directly. What he was attempting to do in my mind, or what somebody attempted to do on his behalf, was evoke the idea that there could be hope, that there could be a chance at doing things with fresh, young ideas. And right. I was trying to point this out to uh, to somebody yesterday, that, you know, huge difference in the 1960 election, with which that ad was originally from, and what it is we're faced with today. A 48-year-old man ran against a 40 three-year-old man, okay? Right. Uh, Nixon was only 48 at the time. I know everybody thought he must have been much older. Well, because he, uh, uh, he looked here. it, and it wasn't like the TV cameras loved Nixon. Oh, no, not at all. And, I mean, I could get into it as to why it is he looked bad on TV and all that, and there's a whole story behind the first uh, actually completely broadcast across-the-board uh, debates, right. you know, which today now we have a joke of... Uh, of a puppet show that goes on, you know, in place of these debates where real issues were discussed. Look, I don't even want to go into it like and tell you, gee, we should go back to 1960 because I don't want to be back at that point where I do believe we were being faced every couple of months with uh, things like the Cuban Missile Crisis, whether we were aware of it or not. I don't think that being on the edge of just about firing at each other with nuclear weapons was a good thing. 
not at all. But right. it was the, the spirit of the time and the idea that young people, and that was something that they pointed out, even though, you know, RFK Jr. is like 70 years old himself, but he can count himself as a much younger alternative. Oh, yeah, he's like he, a teenager compared to the other two. Plus, he's in very, you know, he's in excellent physical shape. Let's not leave that out. Uh, well, but, the other point made in that ad, by the way. All right. So, you look at no one in this country wants a repeat of the last election. They don't want Trump. They don't want Biden. At least 58% of Americans have said that. Okay. There you go. There, there at least there is a rational agreement among the majority of the population. I mean, strange as that is to come out of my mouth, because not much rational seems to be agreed upon anymore. But it does seem like the majority of people would say, we don't actually want this. Right. <laughs> okay? This is not the choice that we want given. You know, we're, we're looking at the menu and saying, it's too bad we can't go to another restaurant, honey. Because, and, and I do mean anybody, that could be back and forth. And that, that's not a male chauvinist thing. I mean, because it's right. called girl, honey, girl, guy, honey, whatever. A guy could call it guy, yeah, honey. Yeah, but here's the thing. They won't give us another restaurant. They won't give us another restaurant. Third party candidates never get a say. You know, other countries, you could have, you know, 20 people running for office. Uh, but the bottom line is, we never get to pick the candidates. The people behind the curtain always pick the candidates. And they just sit around and say, who's going to wear the suit this time? Uh, you know, if the people were, you know, pro-war and pro-Israel, yeah, Biden will get in. Uh, if people, which I can't believe so many Americans, are pro-Russia and pro-Putin, that's new from me in 1960 when I was hiding, uh, hiding under a piece of furniture during the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, when it got very close to us getting uh, nuked. Uh, I can't even imagine that. Uh, and then you've got Trump, who came out just this week, I think it was on the 10th, at one of his, uh, one of his uh, rallies for ignorant people that he has to pay to be there, who said, you know, you don't pay your bills and uh, you want us to defend you and you're a part of NATO. I'm going to let Russia have at you. Okay, let Russia have at you. Why didn't he pick a different country? Nobody seems to understand that this guy is a Russian asset. I don't know how many more shows I have to do on it, how much more research. Uh, and listen, you know I'm no fan of NATO. Uh, you know, it's just a one world order army in my opinion. Uh, but he has now once again pissed off all our allies. They know that if he gets in, they're on their own. And the nerve he had to say was that they have to pay their bills. This coming from a man who doesn't pay anybody. Rudy Giuliani says he owes him $2 million. All the cops and, and, and police player that had to you know, attend his rally still sucking wind waiting to get paid for that. Uh, you know, all his cases where he hasn't paid anybody. Uh, the man who never pays his bills had the nerve to say that. Like I say, the one thing that's consistent about Trump is that, uh, you know, he, he, he rips off everybody. You just got to wait and see exactly how much he's going to hit you for. Uh, I mean, and that's all there is to it. Well, I got to tell you this, again, you know, maybe it's the Italian in me, Chuck, but when he pissed off all these NATO countries, 
And they were all basically quaking in their boots now, figuring they can't count on the United States, which means we're open for attack because they won't help us either. Okay. Um, how is it this man is still alive? I mean, I've seen so many assassinations in my years on this planet. I can't understand how he's still alive. Even Iran, after he, you know, illegally killed Soleimani and bragged about it, they said they were going to take care of him. How is it this guy's still alive? Well, you see, that 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 gives you the solution to the question that I've been asking since uh, 2016, which is how is it that people don't realize that this guy is part of the plan? Uh, that's the only answer. The only way that somebody runs their mouth like this, mm. uh, recklessly puts on the line all these things and gets away with it, is what? Okay? Because well, he's well protected, he's well insulated by who? The same people that would get rid of somebody who was doing exactly. something inconvenient for the system. Exactly. So he's still a useful idiot, not just to Russia, but also to the powers behind the curtains here. In the United States. And if people don't think the same factions that took out JFK aren't still running this country, they need to do some serious research. No, absolutely. But here's the point of it. You know, there, there is no way that the military-industrial complex is not sitting there drooling, licking its collective chops right now for this guy to get back in. Because, you know, for all those people that said, Trump didn't get us into any new wars when he was in office. Well, you know what? He didn't. But he also didn't get us out of any either. Uh, guess what? That is quo established. But here's the thing. In part two, Maria, believe me, the action changes. He comes back in. We're looking at a whole bunch of new conflicts and a lot of new money to be made by a lot of the old players in the game. Well, I mean, who's making the money on these wars right now? It's the military-industrial complex. They're the ones that are sure. benefiting, you know. Uh, and, you know, America will sell weapons to anybody. Just made, a, you know, an agreement to sell Erdogan uh, weapons. You know, and, yeah, and that's and, the great point about this. There, there is no, oh, okay, again, because we're, we're still dealing with that restaurant we can't get out of. Right. Okay, so, you know, Section A is hamburger. Section B is steak. Hey, Maria, there's nothing for you to eat there because both of them have meat. Right. In the dishes. So... Either way, this is what you're getting. Oh, that's funny. You mean there's actually no real choice? No. It's going to be different rhetoric, but with either way, no matter who they put in there, if they turned around and tried to give people hope again and stuck a brand new candidate in there who just suddenly took over, people wrote it in all over the country. There was one of those crazy Hollywood events, like they did that movie with Chris Rock years ago uh, before we had Barack Obama as president. He became the first black president, right? Right. Remember that movie uh, they did? What was it? I, I, can't I don't remember the name of it, but I do remember it. And Bernie Mac was in it as his brother, right? And, uh -huh. up and his brother's a bail bondsman. He says, nope, I know about people going to jail, and this is the way the country is, and we're going to fix it. And Chris Rock becomes president in that movie, right? Uh -huh. um, let's just say something crazy like that went on in front of our eyes, and we're given the idea that there is a brand new leadership that comes in that things have to change now because somebody who is truly an outsider a true first of all they kill him inside of uh, i don't know a couple of days all right <laughs> probably uh, but but even if they don't if they don't it's worse you know why because it means they've got control over him too 
It doesn't matter who they stick in that office. It doesn't matter who is allegedly selected, elected, collected. That's all there is to it. Right. And then let's not leave let's game. not leave out the media's part in this because every single word out of Trump's mouth gets a ton of coverage. You know, the the good in the economy, stock market, etc., jobs, whatever, with Biden gets barely any mention. Uh, but anything Trump does, I mean it's it's as if he's still president. I mean it's how nine years of this madness. You know, I thought he was going to go away if he lost the election. Why didn't he go away? You know, that's my thought. And here's another thing. You talk about you talked about delays. We started off talking about delays. Well, that case in New York, his fraud case, I mean, that's been over. So when are we going to hear what his penalties are? I mean, what are they waiting for? Well, because they, they just dangled the alleged, first of all, they present him a bill for, you know, $80 million. You think he's going to pay it? No, I'm not That's talking about, you. I'm not talking about Gene Carroll. I'm talking about his fraud case in front of Erdogan, where, you know, he oh, might lose mean, his license. They want to fine him $370 million, get, you know, stop him from doing business in New York. I mean, what happened? That was in the news every day, and now it's it's gone. Yeah, well, my mistake. I forgot which uh, which uh, legal Well, there's so many cases, I can't keep track of them either. Well, and that's the funny thing, though, is when I bring this up to somebody who is still on his side, I, I, I say, look, uh, this, this whole thing is nothing but a show, you know. They tell me I'm crazy because they can literally tell me that the whole system is going after him because the corrupt system is afraid of Trump. Yeah, well, and like I he's say, not corrupt. Why? All right. Well, it's the weirdest thing. It's like they, they take this as a sign, and they are confused that I'm not taking it as a sign because, look, Maria, here's the contradiction, right? You and I both know that the system is corrupt. Right. Why is it that we're cheering for the corrupt system to go after anybody, right? Well, we shouldn't be, and I wouldn't be, but right. here's the problem. Even if they do have it right, it doesn't matter because at the end of it all, He's not going to pay. It doesn't matter if it's over the business dealings or over whatever he did or didn't do to E.G. Carroll. It is irrelevant. The guy is not going to be held accountable. How do I, and, and, and it's a good bet. I mean, take it to Vegas because it, it, it's like Mike Tyson until Buster Douglas upset him, you know. I mean, it, it, it's that simple. It, well, I don't know. I think sooner or later, fight. sooner or later, all things come to pass. But, you know, so here he is asking... Lie, but look, he's even asking the Supreme Court of Injustice to delay ruling on his immunity. Well, of course. Because the, the more delay there is, the longer it disappears down the memory yeah, hole, right. the more chance he has to get back in there and pardon himself over whatever federal things are going on. Right. And then and they'll on, be held to pay. On and, on. and then they'll be held to pay for everybody. Uh, it's just... There I believe him. It's, it's just so... It's just so crazy. Um, anyway, you know, the other night, I don't know, I caught a very short thing on YouTube... Uh, show, with Obama when Obama was president you know I don't remember if it was him shooting hoops or whatever and, and there was a part of me that said it was so nice to have a young president <laughs> I mean 
If nothing else, at least we had a young president. He stood up to people like Putin. He didn't take any crap from them. Um, I'm not saying that he was a, you know, a perfect president because they all got to do what they're told. Uh, but it was really nice to have a young president, a vibrant president. Uh, you know, they could say whatever they will about Joe Biden. I wanted to talk to you about that her report you know, uh, that came out on Biden, which was obviously a hit piece, but I'm sure there's some truth in that. Uh, but even when I watch Biden, I'm not saying that, you know, he's not a better speaker than Trump, because he is. He's smarter than Trump. He is. This I know. But even just the way he walks, you know, I know he has some kind of condition that, you know, I don't know what they call it, it's related to age that makes you walk, you know, pretty stiff and pretty slow. Uh, but at least he can walk. Uh, but you look at him, and he, all right, I, you know, I don't like the whole ageism thing, but these two guys, you know, the way they keep ripping on Biden's age, do they forget that Trump is 78 years old? Yeah, I, I, it cracks me up. Look, at, at a certain point, you have to accept that there are just certain things that at a certain age, you're not suited to do anymore, okay? Right. It, it, it's just that simple, like the... The other night, jokingly, uh, on my call-in show, it was brought up, hey, you know what we should do is just put them all into an ultimate fighting cage. You know, when they have these uh, crazy, you know, right. uh, uh, primaries, put them all in an ultimate fighting cage, last one standing gets the party nomination. And I looked at it and I said, well, let's realistically examine that from the Republican side. Uh, you know, Chris Christie could come in and be a little scary because he's hard to throw out of the cage or whatever because uh, he's too heavy. You know, that guy, I, I don't know why he's still kicking around trying to get things done. I mean, I know he's out of the race officially and all that, but still trying to make his points, whatever. You know, Nikki Haley's not in bad shape, uh, but I think, sadly, DeSantis might be the winner on the Republican side. And uh, then I remembered uh, Tim Scott, and I thought to myself, maybe Tim Scott actually might be in better shape, <laughs> uh, you know, than, uh, than these guys. And, I, and say, I say put John Fetterman in the ring and let him wipe them all out. See, that's the amazing thing is that the guy who's had a stroke, okay, who, who, who can't get comfortable unless he's wearing a hoodie, would probably do better than most of these guys, true. But, uh, but I mean, think about that for a second. You don't want to see old people get into a, a cage match, do you? Because, I mean, look, even though it would be entertaining for a second, right, and, and I right, show some right. death match with the claymation, it, it might be fun for a minute, but after a couple of minutes, it would just be sad. Well, it's, uh, yeah, look, it's, it, it's, it would be elder abuse at its worst. Uh, and I honestly believe Trump couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag. That's why he has to have everybody else do his dirty work for him. Because he yeah, thinks but it's he's not because he's old, it's because he's a punk. I mean, uh, you know... It, right. I mean, he could, he, could take Biden if he, he could take Biden if he sat on him. Uh, and maybe the smell would keep everybody else away. Uh, but that, of course, is very cute, but it doesn't get us anywhere. Okay. Now, you look at Bernie Sanders, who I believe is older than both of them. I was going to look up how old Bernie Sanders is this morning, and I forgot. Uh, Bernie's more vibrant physically, mentally, every which way than either one of them. But they made sure Bernie did not get the nomination twice. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's why he's not even trying this time. He's 82, by the way. Okay, so he is older than both of them. 
Uh, and Bernie, this week, the only one, still, which is why I said he should have been president. I keep saying that, and I'm not going to stop. He was the one that came out this week and says to cut off all funding to Israel. Now, you, you know, Joe Biden pretends, oh, they have to be nice to the Palestinians, you know, oh, what they're doing, and if they hit Rafa, which they did, it would be over the top. But you know what? The military weapons and the money still flowing. Bernie's the only one that says they need to be stopped right now. No support. Notice, no, right. Notice no matter which way the debate uh, rolls, right, the money still keeps rolling. Right. And Bernie's Notice. a Jew, okay? Bernie is a Jew. Right. And he still has more common sense and brain than either one of the other two. And he's older than them, so I can't hit ageism totally you know bernie's out there you know on picket lines and all kinds of things uh but you know you got to blame it on the democrats for pushing him out of the race look it's not an absolute rule okay but i'm just saying that the likelihood that you might not be capable of doing that job regardless of what your viewpoint is on it even if you had a completely you know a sleep idea that uh, the people that are allegedly in power actually still have the power like, they, like they're supposed to, and you thought to yourself that the president was meant to actually make significant decisions on behalf of the people, mm. you still believe that. These, these guys, none of them, are fully capable of doing that job that are on the, uh, you know, that are on the, the, two, the one party, really, the one party platform, the blue or the red, the Republican or the Democrat. They, they are neither one of them really, truly capable I mean, I, I would not want to give either one of them a job as a greeter at Walmart, okay? <laughs> because I I wouldn't consider the job filled. I'm not th I'm not going to rely on these guys to show up even for more than a, a week. Right. They neither one of them because they don't have it. They're done. Now Bernie is in better shape, even though he's older. True, but majority of people that have now hit that 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 you know age mark of eighty, majority of them no longer as vibrant, as uh, as energetic as they once were, no longer quite as capable or as quick. No, of they course not. Them, but they're not ready for this. Right. Well, they still it's, both want to believe that they're relevant and viable, which I don't believe either one of them are, and I hope that doesn't piss off my listeners, but that's the way I feel. Anyway, Chuck, let's take a Biden short... When Biden was on TikTok, you know, talking about chocolate chip cookies during the Super Bowl, because the Super Bowl, like it or not, Maria, was a media event that he should have capitalized on. When he's on there talking about chocolate chip cookies and uh, and, and all this kind of good stuff, I mean, for God's sake, what are you going to do? But I know we got to go to a break. Sorry. <laughs> let's take a short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Maria here with a great offer. If you're subscribed to the show, you already know what a great value you get for your money and the truth with a lot of humor put in the, in the mix, of course. But any of you that make a donation to the show of any amount will get a free shout-out on the show with your name and uh, where you hail from. So once you make a donation, just send me uh, an email and let me know, and I'll be happy to do that on the next show. Also... Uh, for any donation, $50 or more, I'll be happy to give out any announcement that you'd like, whether it's a birthday for someone, a special memorial for someone, a congratulations to someone. Uh, so you could make a donation for $50 and then send me, uh, send me the short announcement, whichever one it is, and I'll be happy to play that on the air. 
So right now, let's get back to the show. Okay, welcome back to Hell and High Water. Uh, right before the break, we started talking about Joe Biden joining TikTok, and they say even though it's a question of national security, which, you know, our country wants to get rid of TikTok, because uh, they're worried the Chinese are spying on us while, you know, Google and you know, all the rest of them, Meta and everybody else is spying on us, Israel's spying on us. Uh, so I think that's kind of funny. Uh, but I have to tell you that after much prodding, I decided to join TikTok probably about 10 days ago. Uh, only because I know it's a young audience. It's, I do not, I have not said anything political. Uh, I did two small videos, uh, and I call it Grandma's Advice. Uh, and I'm noticing, you know, a lot of young people starting to pick it up. And I was shocked to see I had like 596 views. I said, what? I just put that up like you know, a week ago. Uh, because I think it's an audience I need to reach. And once they trust me, then I can get a little stronger. Uh, but just giving them tips on, you know, don't go to college, learn trade. Uh, the other one was a Valentine's Day thing. You know, if you don't have a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever friend, uh, treat yourself for Valentine's Day. Uh, things that, you know, I would think a lot of those young people don't have grandparents. Or if they have grandparents, they sure as hell don't have a grandparent like me. Uh, so instead of just giving them platitudes, I thought I'd go in and give them some good, useful direction. Uh, so, so far, I, I, so good. I and, yeah, and I mean, so far, so good because from TikTok, you know, which is a feature they have that a lot of social media do not is that you can send that to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever you want, in a second. So now I can see why everybody wants to be on TikTok and why the powers that be are so afraid of TikTok. Right, I see that other people have, uh, you know, clips from the Maria Heller show, they beat you to it, uh, up on TikTok, and I'm just, just examining it right, right this second. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and follow you over there because I have a, an itty-bitty following <laughs> TikTok. I haven't, I haven't sorted it out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to do all the flair. You know, I don't know how to do all the flair and all the extras that people put in their videos, you know, the filters, this, that. So I feel when my granddaughter comes to visit, I'll have her give me a tutorial on it. Uh, but Definitely, but, you know, if you check it out, you find the hashtag Maria Heller Show. Uh, on TikTok, you'll you'll definitely run across Grandma's advice. I see you got your steps behind you in the uh, in the video where you're talking. Oh, um, no, I didn't even yeah. get that far. I didn't even look. I'll have to look. Yeah, oh. you got a, you got a staircase behind you, which is an interesting angle uh, and all that. Anyway, I, I I love it though. I, I'm so glad that you're on there now. Uh, and uh, yeah, so yeah, definitely a hashtag Maria Heller show. Right, and on even there, though, right. definitely be able to find her. And even though people are saying, yeah, you know, I should put up on YouTube. First of all, YouTube, I think, has seen its better days. Okay, uh, I like watching YouTube at night, but not things that regular people put up there. Okay, mm. I'm not going to go read tarot cards on t on YouTube, uh, or you know, I might consider, you know, maybe doing a little short on Reiki or what that is or whatever. But, you know, YouTube demonetized my channel. God, it's got to be 10 years now. So to me, why should I give them free content? 
Well, I had a YouTube channel for uh, upwards of 15 years, and they deleted it in 2022 permanently. Uh, you know, they deleted it before that, but I got it restored a handful of times. Uh, I was even part of the Great Purge that where, you know, they were saying, oh, they're only targeting right-wing people. And I said, yeah, why is it that I just got uh, hammered? Because I'm not a right-wing guy. Right. Uh, well, but anyway. Yeah, no, so to me, that's how I feel about YouTube. But I now uh, hired a little a service that's not very expensive that'll take my show and put it on Apple, on Spotify, and all these other places. Because uh, I don't have time to do that, okay? I just don't. Uh, so we'll see if that works out. I mean, it's cheap enough. It's less than 20 bucks a month just to see if I control the waters on everybody listening on Apple Podcasts to the same old bullshit as that have nothing important to say uh, to see if, you know, and I'm going to put this show up there. So, you know, and yeah, you have to, you know, let them know if you have foul language in your show. So I click the box, yes, but you know what? People are still listening. Uh, Hi, Maria, though, if you decide you don't want to renew your contract with those people, uh, uh, check with me. That's one of the things I do for the shows I produce, mine or anybody else's. I could have just uh, done your distribution for you for guess what? Nothing. Uh, but uh, anyway. <laughs> well, I know you got enough to do. I got enough to do. And you know what? For $19 a month, no contract. I'll see how it goes for three months. I'll give it a test and see if it's worth it. But, you know, what? what's 19 bucks? Do you know what I'm saying? It's nothing. Well, it's, I'm just saying, if at some point you get to a point where you don't like what uh, whatever's going on over there, let me know, because I distribute to Apple and uh, Spotify oh. and all those places. Okay, uh, sure, sure, no problem. My free show goes out to most of those places, just saying. I mean, I do have a membership level at my site, and that is, uh, that is one of the very few things that, you know, is still working for me a little bit, right. not as well as it once did, but, uh, and, and... By the way, if you sign up still now, I'm, I'm doing the uh, archive distribution for everybody over the course of the year. If you sign up as a member at Otelli.com, you end up with the entire archive, 10 years, the first 10 years of what it is I've been doing that I will email to you in pieces huh. because it's a massive archive, over 5,000 podcasts, by the way. Not just mine, but uh, the ones I produced and distributed as well, right. which I'll send to you directly. If you sign up for a membership at Ocelli.com. Anyway, sorry, I had to throw that in before. No, I'm glad you did. Further. All right, a couple of things I want, else I wanted to talk to you about. Tucker Carlson interviewed Putin without realizing that Putin made mincemeat out of him in a joke. What, did you, what do you think about a loser who couldn't keep his job at Fox News, who doesn't get any play with his channel on X or Twitter, who just takes it upon himself to go you know, to Russia and interview Putin. Now, if that was any other American, would they be in trouble for that? Well, they, they might be, but I object to you saying that he's a loser. Actually, he's doing pretty well, looks like to me. He's got his own little network, uh, which is not hard to establish, but he seems to be more popular now than he used to be. Oh God, I he's find him so repulsive. And one of the, what's that? I find him so repulsive. Oh, so do I, but i got to give credit where credit's due, and here's where the credit belongs. This guy has actually transitioned into, guess what, being a hero of the allegedly alternative media now. No, God. You know that, right? Oh, he God. is. I'm not kidding. I mean, uh, everybody from people that you and I used to be more friendly with than we are today, uh, the people that uh, we might have thought actually at one point in time thought for themselves, maybe we've changed our minds about that nowadays, but I mean... 
the thing is, a whole bunch of people that were allegedly part of the alternative are now venerating this guy as a great hero. He's alternative because as he was getting fired, he would say things like, you know what, I got questions about 9-11. You know what? The CIA might have killed JFK. Alright. He said some things like that on his way out. Alright. Well that's what Hero. Trump that's what Trump promised all the alternative geniuses too when he ran and I laughed and said, You really believe he's gonna do that? Uh, so yeah, I had to get rid of a lot of people. Uh, and, and I'll the continue to do that. It. I'll continue to do that if and when necessary. Uh, I totally understand, but right. the, the thing about X and Elon Musk, I want you to, I want you to pay attention to this because it's very meaningful. Because they're saying, you know, Elon Musk is now this hero of free speech and everything else. And whenever they go on a campaign about that on Twitter, by the way, I always throw in the comment, "Oh, if you're letting people speak freely on your platform, why the hell has Maria Heller still been banned?" Right. Uh, I keep asking that question because what happened here is that the right wing got a new address and. Uh, it's very, very strange to me that Tucker Carlson is all of a sudden a paragon of truth. Right. People well, listen, I'll tell you what. Truth. Since I got kicked off Twitter the last time, uh, and I have no desire not only to not get back on Twitter, because I think Twitter is old-fashioned, okay? The, the audience I want is not on Twitter. Uh, I wouldn't go back on there. And not only that, I don't even look at Twitter. And by not looking at Twitter, my days are so much more peaceful. Because I don't have to see the ignorance and the hate there every single day. So I, I have not even, honestly, have not looked at Twitter in months. Well, uh, eliminating Facebook, I mean, uh, pretty much from any of my daily routines, uh, did that for me a long time ago. Right. Uh, Facebook was the thing that, that, that seemed to be completely, you know, saturated with toxicity. But, you know, Twitter has become something where people can broadcast now, and they do. They broadcast live. They do video broadcasts from there. It's become a very weird platform and has right. attracted a whole lot of people that, quite honestly, have now finally figured out how to turn on their computers and have the easy path mm. to podcast well, creating yeah, little as, video shows. For as themselves. you and I sit here and record this show, Elon Musk is in court over his acquisition of Twitter. So he's being investigated today as we talk. But um, you talked about, I don't know, you mentioned something about pollution or something like that. One of the most important stories that I'm sure no one's going to talk about, which I mentioned yesterday on my show, is let's go to Maui, okay? Aloha, hey, Hawaii, okay? Not only did they destroy Maui with, I am convinced, directed energy weapons. Now, the announcement that I gave on my show yesterday is on a weekly basis, they are spraying Maui, okay, with what will be 8 billion genetically engineered mosquitoes with no testing done. So I'm thinking to myself, all right, first they burned it out and brought it to the pits of hell. And now they're bringing in these genetically engineered mosquitoes that could be carrying bacteria, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and you got to say, who benefits? You know, I know that uh, Zuckerberg is building, you know, his underground shelters uh, in Hawaii. You know, a lot of the rich people buying up the land from Oprah to him. Uh, Eight billion 
And I mean, this has already been ha this has already happened in Florida, but it's Florida, so obviously nobody cares there. What do you make of this? What what I make of it is this is a, uh, a a true testament to how it is that the elites are not the A team of intellectual. Uh, Hawaii's a volcano. You know, it's it's a series of volcanoes. They're going to build underground stuff on volcanic land? Because I mean, they're idiots. I said the same thing. I said it on the show when I said that he's building his underground, so, you know, nuclear bomb shelter. And I'm like, are these people this stupid? You know, how could you supposedly be smart and be that stupid at the same time? But if you look at the mudslides and, and whatnot that just happened in California, where the people were just as stupid to build on the top of a hill with the ground underneath them not solid or safe, and you watch their houses go sliding down the mountain, uh, and I would say that it's all, all of this connected is humans disconnect and disrespect for nature. They do not take nature into consideration. So when I see those multi-million dollar mansions sliding down the hill, I gotta tell you, don't feel sorry. Okay, just don't. Uh, you know, an underground bunker in Hawaii, great idea. Go, go for it. Okay, you'd be buried alive. You suffocate. Uh, I mean, and then the, you think about the clear cutting that's gone on in California. Okay, there's nothing to hold that water when that water comes. Okay, reminds me there's a place in, uh, not far from where I live, probably an hour south of here, off the highway, that's known to be a place where natural fires happen. It's a fire path. Okay, for the very longest time when I first moved out here 30 years ago, it was bare. Well, now they've decided to build houses in a natural fire path. Now, when that fire happens, are we supposed to feel bad? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the amazing thing to me is when I see that you know, and I used to see this in Jersey, which you you, you might recall this happening even uh, back when you were younger there, uh, when I was uh, unaware of the world and not born yet even. But you know, the same towns used to build stuff in exactly the same place. We would wait every year during hurricane season, mm -hmm. and the big bet was, is the wall in Seabright gonna fall? Right. Uh, because they had the same seawall they kept building in the same town on the same spot. Right. And every year, you had to take odds. Is it going to fall this year or next? <laughs> I mean, that's it. Well, it's like, uh, what's that expression? I don't know if it was Einstein that said it or not. Uh, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah, exactly. You know, and right after they passed this uh, crap about Hawaii... Hawaii had a major earthquake. The Big Island had a major earthquake last week. So you look at that, and then California had the, the uh, continuous earthquake from the one in Hawaii. They were on the same fault. Uh, the next day, okay, and it's like, I'm thinking to myself, and they'll, this is where they want to build, and they want to build underground, and all this craziness because humans have no respect, I'm going to say it a million times, probably more, before I die, no respect, no understanding of nature, no understanding of our interdependence on nature, 
and how we all interact. I had another story yesterday that humans have now succeeded in eliminating 1,400 species of birds, okay, through our pollution and our filth. The monarch butterflies that return to wherever the hell they go once a year is down 58%. Okay, humans just don't understand, and we could talk to them till we're dead about the canary in the coal mine. They just don't want to see it. Well, again, points for consistency, right? The one thing that's for sure, no matter what rhetoric they give you about the climate, is it getting cold, is it getting hot, is the planet warming, is it cooling? Here's what I've come down to is that uh, mankind in general simply doesn't understand the living thing that we are all upon here, okay? Mm -hmm. We we all happen to be the uh, surface-dwelling creatures uh, on this earth. I mean, I know there are things that are below the surface, for sure. There are other creatures that uh, live underground quite a bit. But it is an interdependent relationship, and we are all standing upon a living organism. Absolutely, which is the philosophy and the teaching of the medicine wheel, is our interconnectedness and our part of being interdependent on everything in nature. But humans have forgotten that they too are a part of nature. We're made up of the same stuff as dirt, okay? Dirt, rocks, trees, plants, animals. Their DNA is maybe one or two milliseconds of a spot different than humans. Yeah, well, but there, but there it is, is that, you know, human beings, the, 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 this creature that I'm supposed to be, you know, a member of the species and all that, although I'm not pleased with it, uh, quite honestly, there is a complete failure, a complete disconnect, a complete lack of understanding of me, seemingly every living thing around us, right? So right. the way that they treat their dogs and their cats and the way they're going to treat the planet, not going to be all that much different. So irresponsible no understanding, no connectivity, and what's going to happen? Well, I'm sorry, but uh, the planet was here a lot longer than any of us. Oh, yeah, she survived uh, worse things. Right. Listen, the Earth has survived worse things than humans. All right, meteor hits, you know, dinosaurs, whatever you want to go through. Uh, and it always brings me back to Sun Bear saying that humans are like fleas on a dog's back, and sooner or later the Earth is going to shake those fleas off. Uh, But now I watch the timing of these earthquakes. As soon as humans do something really stupid, they pay for it, like the next day. Uh, So what we put out in negativity and whatnot towards the earth, she will respond in kind. Well, that's the thing, is she is reactive, and she's only going to work with what we give her as far as the way we get treated. So, right. you know, this lack of understanding, this right. lack of care for how it is, uh, you know, we, we treat this living thing under us, it's going to treat us in kind, and guess what? It's not going to be fun. No. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Build, build your homes on, on uh, you know, places that on sand. Uh, is solid ground under them. Uh, you know, sand, you'd be better off with sand castles. Uh, you know, gee, what a shocker. A volcano has unstable land. Right. Uh, wow. Uh, and then you see these, uh, and then you see these towns where they get flooded regularly. Okay. They get a hurricane, they get flooded regularly and they just keep rebuilding. You know, the people don't even get over the first flood. They haven't fixed from the first flood, but they're already rebuilding for the next flood. Uh, 
and I look at that and I say, and we're supposed to be the smartest animal on earth? I don't think so. Well, that's why I love the progress of let's put uh, nuclear reactors right on the shoreline and right oh, on the yeah. shoreline. <laughs> oh, yeah, and let's renew the contracts on those nuclear reactors, which are as old as the hills, when their lifespan is only 30 years. But, hey, we need the power, so it doesn't matter if we blow California off the map. Let's just sign off and renew this uh, power plant for another 20 years. I mean, how we stupid even, are we? Yeah, and look, we didn't even get to Texas. Talk about a lack of uh, people caring about, uh, you know, humanity, their fellow creatures, etc. cetera. Uh, we, we, we could go into Texas and what happens every time you turn around and there's some sort of natural disaster. Oh, yeah, in the megachurch. Right. <laughs> the megachurch uh, that wouldn't uh, let the homeless in when it was freezing temperatures. And then Joel Olstein has the nerve to say, you know, it's part of God's plan. Well, then obviously God wanted that woman to go in there and shoot up the church. Are these people this stupid and the people that listen to them even dumber? I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I, I shake my head because I don't understand how these palaces of, uh, you know, of, of continuous uh, uh, contradiction exist. Well, look how much money the church spent on a Super Bowl ad. I think it was something like a billion dollars or something. And people said if the church really cared, want to bring people back to Jesus, why don't they just feed the hungry instead of running a billion-dollar Super Bowl ad? You know, can you imagine well, I Jesus you saying, I need to cut a new ad so I can get new followers? <laughs> we live in crazy town. That's all I can say. So anyway, Chuck, we're out of time, so I got to give you the last. I got to give you the last word. Well, I used to love to go to certain uh, uh, non-Christian, uh, non-Judeo-Christian services where they would feed you. Uh, there was, you know, some vegetarian people that had, you know, unconventional beliefs, and I would sit there and listen to their beliefs. And you know why? Because they were giving me something to eat when I needed it. Right. Uh, it, it would be interesting if people worked from that sort of perspective. They could make an exchange with their fellow man where they give them a resource, they give them a chance, they mm -hmm. give them something to uplift, but we're not seemingly interested in that. What we're interested in is more of the business as usual, more of the let's return to the old people candidates, let's have a rerun of the last selection, right. let's keep putting the guys in charge who have gotten nothing done. It's just repetition over and over again, and the less respect you have for your fellow man, your planet, and everything else, the less respect any of it is going to have for you. And that's the harsh lesson that obviously uh, so many have yet to grasp. So, Maria, thank you. I love you, Mom. I wish that we had a brighter ending to this one, but uh, it is what it is. Hey, I'm going to go out. I'm going out right after the show and enjoy the beautiful nature around me. And, yeah, I talk to trees because they make more sense than a lot of people. So thanks for joining me, Chuck. We'll talk again soon. Love you, Mom. Love you, too. Bye. Chuck Ocelli. Check his work out at Ocelli.com. I have a live link here. Thanks for listening to the show and putting up with us all these years. Some of you have been with me since day one, 24 years ago, and don't think that I don't appreciate it because I do. So thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated.
A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net. Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.